Hey, this is Dan Quiggle with episode 35 of Garage to Goliath, Leaders Building Legacies podcast. Two quick things. You can get the show notes from this episode at quigglegroup.com forward slash 035. Also, get a free copy of my leadership ebook at quigglegroup.com forward slash CEO disease. Enjoy. So the next action that I saw in the president was he expanded leadership. And the question becomes, how do you identify and train leaders? So I am asked all the time, how are you here today? You know, because I'll be speaking around the country and they'll say, you know, hey, you, you spend part of the time in California, you live, you have a business in Florida, you're speaking in Dallas on a, on a Tuesday morning. How are you here? And we'll have this conversation. And then they'll say, well, that's what I want. And I'll say, well, what one word are you not willing to give up? And then they just lean back in their chair and they say, control. I say, Exactly. You have to be willing to trust the people around you to do the job you paid them to do. To do that, though, you need to, you know, I I say I look for two things that I cannot train in the people around me. I cannot train sustained enthusiasm, somebody to just actually want to be there. And I can't train somebody to get along with others. And yet when either one of these is out of whack, it is like a cancer eating away at a body and it will kill you and kill your organization until it is cut out. See, I have a dream interview. My dream interview is called LSDD. I only added a second D so it wasn't purely a drug reference. But if somebody ever walked into my office and they sat down, I said, tell me about yourself. And by the way, this could be over in like 30 seconds or less. If they said, Dan, I'm going to be loyal to you and loyal to this company, L. I'm going to show up every day, you know, physically, mentally, 110% prepared, ready to win, S, show up every day. I'm going to be drama-free, D, and I'm going to do what is expected of me and maybe even show some creativity along the way and try to exceed those expectations. I would drop to my knees with tears streaming out of my eyes and say, when can you start and how much do you want? Because why do people typically get fired? Because they're not loyal, they don't show up, they're filled with drama, or they don't do what their resume said they can do. When I look to surround myself with great people, One of the first things that I do is try to identify the motivation. Why are people there? Do you know what I love? My final question in any interview that I ever do is, it's not just why this company, why this industry, but what do you want from us? What can we do for you? And they will actually answer that question. We had this one woman. She said, look, I'm a single mom. I have four little kids. I know I shouldn't even bring that up, but, you know, what is your copay? Is it a high copay with your company, with your insurance? Well, you know, flags were waving, bells were ringing, you know, shotguns were being fired in the air. You know, she was telling me what was important to her. A few months later, we're making the decision on our health care for the entire company. Who did we call into the conference room for the final decision? If you could have seen her face, she stood there. She goes, I get to decide the health care for the entire company. Well, you said that was important to you. I did, didn't I? She looked, you know, she looked at the four or five plans that we kind of gave her that we'd kind of already pre-approved and we were okay with any one of them. Guess what her first question was? Which one has the lowest copay? Come on, everybody. I could have written that script. That's what was important to her. And so we listen during those times. And if you listen in your own life and find out what's important to the people around you, then you can identify that motivation, finding and feeding it on a regular basis. There are a lot of things that, that motivate people. It could be money, power, responsibility. The, the power is identifying it and being able to feed it. 
Once you do that, then you get to train these leaders and participate in their lives. And by the way, you can do that philosophically, you can do it technologically, but how do you participate in their education? Now you're going to think I'm crazy with my company. We'll bring in masseuses, stick them in empty offices. Everybody has half-hour massages. I had a 65-year-old woman stand in my doorway. She said, Dan, I've never had a massage in my entire life. That was unbelievable. Thank you. And by the way, you can do that anytime you want. We brought in financial advisors to meet with our employees. You know, a lot of them said, look, I've just never even had a chance to sit down and, and talk to somebody about my 401k or talk to somebody about my mortgage or talk to, you know, I want to invest in these people. I mean, what am I doing when I do all of this? We, I'm, I'm trying to be like John Wooden. I want to invest in them so that they know they're cared for. And this can't be some facade. No, you should really appreciate the people around you. I remember one time my wife came home from getting a mani-pedi with her mom and she seems so happy and she doesn't even do enough of that stuff. She just doesn't spend money that way. And I'm glad she doesn't, but she, you know, she just doesn't like to do it. But she comes home, she was so happy. And I was like, how much does that cost? And she's like, $35, $40. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's half of what you'd pay for a massage. And by the way, how long were you there? She's like an hour. I couldn't get to my phone fast enough. I called up her thank you department. Like, you know, you schedule mani-pedis for every single employee in this company. I remember walking into offices throughout the state. You know, guys are coming up to me. They're like showing me their fingers. They're like, I chose clear. You know, they're like, I just never had a chance to do that before. I actually really enjoyed it. Thank you very much. I had this one guy in one of my offices whose name will remain <laughs> confidential who said, look, I, I have to thank you on behalf of uh, uh, my family because apparently I had gnarly toes. And now my wife says, they're beautiful. So on behalf of my relationship with my wife, thank you for giving me beautiful toes. You know, it's just, when I do that, I just want to invest in these people. I want them to know we care. So how do you participate in their education? And then there's industry specific. If you work for a company, you know, we're going we're gonna to try to get you the, the certifications that you need. We're going to try to get you public speaking. We're going to try to get you where you want to be in life. That's all how you invest in the people around you. President Reagan did it on a regular basis, and I try to do it with my own business on a regular basis. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Garage to Goliath. Remember, you can get the show notes for this episode at quigglegroup.com forward slash 035. Second, please subscribe to the show at quigglegroup.com forward slash iTunes and share with a friend. Thanks. Thanks.